1: Let's get to our guest, Parash Jain, Global Head of Shipping and Ports and Head of Asia Transport Research at HSBC. We wanted to talk a little bit about China's Golden Week holiday travel and airline stocks. So Parash, thanks very much for being with us. But you know, anecdotally, it feels like it's been pretty sluggish uh, during Golden Week for travel, particularly long haul. Um, short trips maybe a little easier. A lot depending, I suppose, on whether or not we see a change after the party congress. So what are you thinking?
2: Yeah, I mean, as, as you rightly pointed out, uh, Golden Week compared to last year or compared to certainly pre-COVID level uh, is disappointing. Uh, but that shouldn't come as a surprise with uh, a constant flare-up of cases that we have witnessed. However, on the brighter side, uh, probably we have seen the worst with second quarter, when, when basically Shanghai was pretty much shot for about 40 days. So sequentially, uh, we are seeing improvement. But having said that, it pretty much remains uh, domestic. So far as international travel is concerned, we are still at uh, at a mid-single digit. I mean, yeah, it's recovered from a low single digit, but uh, nothing nothing to take home. To what
1: degree do you expect things to change once the party congress is out of the way? President Xi's confirmed for that third term. Is this the time when we might see COVID restrictions eased? And, and how long do you think that process might take?
2: Uh, to, to be honest, it's difficult to say. And uh, over the last two years, I mean, it has remained a hope trade. And so far as the airline stocks are concerned, the way we are now suggesting client is that uh, – Yes, it's a matter of when and not if. Uh, what we know for sure is that as and when there are there are cases under control within China, we have seen the domestic travel returns back to over uh, pre-COVID level. And uh, the experience from around the world suggests that as and when the the border restrictions are lifted, we have seen a stronger pent-up demand. And this is the trajectory that uh, we, we are hopeful. Uh, for whatever is worth, we are modeling... Uh, The international travel uh, for this year will pretty much remain at around 5% level. It will jump back to about a quarter next year before it see a meaningful recovery in 2024.
1: So we have a, a little microcosm story in Hong Kong that can perhaps help us uh, look a little bit further afield to China. Um, we've had the quarantine basically lifted, uh, and uh, but still, I remember writing a promo about uh, four or five days ago saying, the quarantine is gone, but where are the flights? Uh, because Cathay Pacific is only... Operating here at 16% of pre-pandemic seeding. And that's pretty shocking. Um, They only expect to be at one-third by the end of this year and won't get back to normal until 2024 or 2025. That's a long time to wait.
2: Uh, absolutely, and uh, I mean Cathay has been over the past uh, past several weeks has been vocal about uh, some of the challenges that they are facing, uh, bringing capacity up to the speed with respect to the crew problems, the pilot training, and uh, the, those are the challenges that uh, can only be solved. Uh, a, 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 at at certain pace, I mean, they they are looking to hire about 4,000 uh, 4, people across different businesses. Uh, at at this point of time, I mean, what we are modeling is that uh, we Cathay will try try to increase as fast as they can, and we have modeled that we may probably hit about forty percent capacity level by the end of this year versus Cathay's current expectation of about a third. Mm. But yes, it. it, uh, it, it it's a long, it's long, long haul.
1: Yeah, yeah. And is it realistic? Because every airline in the world is competing for these same sorts of workers. Um, how challenging is this going to be?
2: It will be challenging, right? And we we have seen over the last uh, two years the stringent uh, COVID restrictions in Hong Kong. And at the same time, if you look at some of the Middle Eastern carriers who were who were early in terms of reopening, uh, has been has been hiring. A lot of pilots around the world have been attracting talent, and uh, we, have, we have seen some, some of those exodus. But uh, remember, like, so far as uh, Cathay and as, as a brand is concerned, it it's probably will not be very difficult for Cathay to bring those, uh, those pilots, but training of those will still take time.
1: Just looking at Cathay's stock, it's up about five and a quarter percent over the past month. So obviously investors, uh, they kind of like this story, but moving a little bit patiently. Um, do you think once China is able to open up more, um, let's say once we get past the pandemic, uh, because China has isolated itself a little bit more, will people travel as much abroad as
2: they used to? I mean, as as I told in my opening remarks, if you take what we have seen around the world, each of the market has surprised us on the upside in terms of the trajectory of recovery, and that recovery is not only limited to the leisure travel. Uh, despite a lot of skepticism, we have seen even the business travel returns back. So, as, the, as they say, old habits die hard. So uh, we are very, very optimistic that mm-hmm. as soon as the travel restrictions are lifted, we will see uh, see a return of pent up to demand. Mm-hmm.
1: And I just want to get your thoughts on what's happening with freight as well. Is uh, the era of supply bottlenecks passing, and, and are we switching into something new now?
2: Absolutely. I mean, for air cargo in particular, one of the reasons why the rates remained remained so high was an absence of belly capacity. And the transatlantic route uh, gives us a teaser. With the, with the belly capacity returning back, we have seen freight rates normalizing. Uh, on those routes. But so far as Asia is concerned, so far as Hong Kong, China is concerned with, uh, with big three Chinese airlines belly capacity not returning back in a hurry. And the fact that the Russia-Ukraine airspace uh, uh, closer means a longer route to the Europe means that normalization may take a bit longer and which should be positive for the air freight rate from the airline's perspective.
1: Back to your idea of old habits die hard. We we're talking mostly external travel, I suppose, by by Chinese uh, citizens. What about how attractive is China now for tourists coming in?
2: So, I mean, the whole story of uh, of China's travel has been the China's outbound tourism. And so far, as uh, VFR is concerned, visiting friends and relative, that that will likely to emerge. Uh, pretty much instantan- instantaneously. And so far as business travel is concerned, I mean, as, as long as uh, it, it opens in the truest sense, I think perhaps with a lag, but you will see people returning back.
1: Okay, just briefly, uh, is Cathay Pacific one of your top picks? And if not, what is?
2: Yes, indeed, uh, Cathay Pacific uh, remains our top pick. And our story has been over the last six months is that what drives the airlines' stocks are the news flows. And we have plenty of them, uh, particularly with respect to Hong Kong and Cathay. And those have been basically driving the share price.
1: Excellent. Parash, thank you very much for being with us, taking out the time to come into our studios as well. Always a a very nice uh, chat with you. Parash Jain, who's Global Head of Shipping and Ports and Head of Asia Transport Research at HSBC.